1: I'd like to read an article to you from the March issue of the Christian Womanhood Magazine. I'm I'm a, have a series in there this year on uh, things that I got from a book by Mart of Mrs. Evans's teachings. So, I'm going to share this with you. I remember the day I was I was to meet with Marlene Evans and several of her friends in order to discuss the planning of an upcoming event. The mood was light and fun as we gathered at one of Mrs. Evans' top ten restaurants. Of course, all the waiters, waitresses, dishwashers, hostesses, managers, and even the delivery people knew Mrs. Evans. After she had greeted everyone in the place by name, a slight exaggeration as she missed some of the patrons, we all sat down. Almost immediately, Mrs. Evans took charge, making sure everyone was comfortable. She made sure all of us had what we wanted or needed. After all the food was ordered, she settled back and we all began talking. After a while, I noticed that something was missing. Mrs. Evans wasn't talking. Not a word. If you knew Mrs. Evans for more than one day, you would know there were only four or five reasons why she would not be talking. Number one, she was exhausted. On this particular day, I knew that she wasn't. She seemed very rested. Number two, she had just asked a question and she was was intently waiting for an answer. This also was not the case as she hadn't asked anyone anything. Number three, she was very focused on listening to a preacher, administrator, or teacher. Again, this was not the case. Number five, she was pausing so she could be sure to use the right words. This usually happened when she was counseling someone. Uh, Number six, someone had said something very wrong. This was the reason I most feared. Mrs. Evans wasn't speaking because she didn't care for the direction the conversation was headed. Either someone had criticized a leader, someone had criticized a past decision in front of people who could do nothing to fix the problem, or the group meeting with her were cutting on each other. In other words, the conversation wasn't going far, was going far beyond the realm of good, clean fun and running into hurtful, cutting sarcasm and remarks. I really feared that reason number 5 had caused Mrs. Evans not to speak. If she were with a group of women and she felt she was in charge, she would soon let everyone know how disappointed she was with their talk. If she was in a group and she felt that she was not in charge, depending on the group situation, she would either leave or stay and and remained very quiet. In a matter of minutes, Mrs. Evans finally spoke and said, I do not like where this conversation is heading. We had been joking around with each other, and Miss Evans was afraid if we continued, someone was going to be hurt by a careless, unkind comment. Someone at the table suddenly piped up and said, Mrs. Evans, we were only joking and then I nodded in agreement. Mrs. Evans flashed a look at me that no one could misinterpret and said, I hate joking when it's at someone else's expense. I love to have fun as much as the rest of you, but I won't hurt anyone as a result of that fun. Mrs. Evans had a way of sensing where a conversation was heading before it ever hit a gray area. Through the years, I listened to Mrs. Evans and learned so much. I also learned to listen for her silent moments, for they spoke volumes, too. Mrs. Evans is always careful to watch how her words affected people. Our words have incredible power, the power to help someone greatly or hurt someone deeply. Number one, be considerate with your words. Don't let joking around turn into something hurtful, mean, negative or critical. Number two, think before you speak. Realize that the words you speak may actually hurt someone, even if that person is laughing on the outside. Oftentimes people laugh while they are hiding their true feelings to save face. Number three, be a fun person, but be sure never to have fun at someone else's expense. Number four, follow the instructions of Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Boy, isn't that a convicting thought? Can I tell you, reading this makes me say, hey, I got to be more careful with my joking because, can I be honest with you, sarcasm is my favorite humor, and I do need to be careful to make sure I'm not using my sarcasm to hurt other people, and I hope you've been challenged today to do so also. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.
0: Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood magazine, visit Faith Music Radio
1: online at www.faithmusicradio.com.